Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Good Friday, everyone. This is Locked On ACC, March 20th, 2020. I'm Brian Wilmer. I'm your host. I'm from FB Schedules and College Hoops Digests. You get a weekend to not work from home. Hope everyone enjoys that. Glad you're here, though. Before we get into the show, I want to remind you, you can follow us at Locked on ACC on Twitter. You can also email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can also follow me individually on Twitter. I am at Sports Matters. And I'll remind you of one more housekeeping bit before we get into the program. Since you are trapped inside, be sure to use the code from our good friends over at Postmates. Limited time offer only. Get 100 bucks knocked off your delivery fees for the first seven days if you go to Postmates. Use promo code locked on NBA. Again, locked on NBA at Postmates. You can get a hundred bucks off your delivery fees for seven days. Special throwback edition today. I've had some requests to go back to the 2019 tournament. Since 2019 just happened, we won't go back to that tournament yet, but I did want to share an exclusive I had with you. Tony Bennett, last year from Operation Basketball, the ACC Media Day. Before the season started, I was there and grabbed some audio for you to share with you exclusively on the program. Three segments today of Tony Bennett. He gave us a lot. The first segment, he talked about the youth of his team, the return to Charlotte, battling adversity, and much, much more. Let's go ahead and fire up the... Time Machine Engaged. Now we'll take you back to Operation Basketball before the 2018-19 season. Here's UVA coach Tony Bennett. There's a lot of, um, we have definitely some some core guys back, but the the rest of the depth is fairly new, either new or young. And so that, I think those things are showing up at times. Not a matter of working at an effort, but uh, certainly a challenge that you're always trying to establish and it's hard playing good defense is hard and it's never a given and, and of course we'll work at it but um but there's still some things to be shored up without a doubt Tony would you say DeAndre's all the way back from, from the injury and if not what has what, where is he and yeah no he's he back he's yeah, fine he, yeah. no no issues there he's back um he was probably back midway through the summer at full strength with that, so it's good to have him back for sure, and um, there haven't, hasn't been any issues with that. Coming so, back into this building, was it motivating? Was it haunting at all? First time back after last year? Yeah, I have so many different memories of Charlotte. I played for the Hornets. You know, I met my wife. She's not from here. Here, Great memories, playing, <coughs> hard memories, but... Um, Coming back here, you know, obviously the first time, stayed at the Westin. That's where, where they put us up. That's where we stayed. Coming in here, um, I think it forces you to, to look at some things. I, I think we've been, you guys will probably ask this question, so I'll just get out to it, get in front of it. But uh, we've been intentional about realizing, I think it's a mistake if you just say, well, it, it happened, it was a fluke, and sweep it under the rug and not dealing with it. Um, I think you have to look at it and grow from it. I there's a great quote that um, it was a guy that did a TED talk and actually was in Charlottesville. You ever want to? This guy called the storyteller, uh, an older gentleman who was a storyteller. He did the did this, and there's a quote in it 
um, where he talked about kind of dealing with something that happened adversity, and I've shared it a lot of times to our players. Um, and it's this idea is if you learn to use it right, it can buy you a ticket to a place you wouldn't have gone any other way. And quite honestly, that's how we and I'm choosing to, to use last year. The success and the praise at the highest level and the historic records and then the humbling, crushing loss at the end, um, I think if we use it right, just the fact that it happened, it's part of our story. You have to embrace it. There's nothing that's that's not going to change. Um, but as we've talked about how we respond and how we use it, it's equipping us, maybe empowering us to 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 go to a place we haven't gone. Maybe that means in basketball. Maybe that means success in basketball. Maybe it means a situation in life that will be far, far deeper, greater. Um, and I think that's really important in this process. I. I have no doubt about it, and, and that's we've owned that and we'll continue to own it. I know that people will always bring it up wherever we go. I know that that's part of it, but that's okay. It really is. And um, I still love the game. I still have joy. I still can't wait to coach the guys. Um, and that, that's a great truth. That almost frees you up when something that happened that you wish wouldn't have happened and you're still okay, not that it was easy frees you up to go after it in a better way and I think our guys understand that so again yeah walking in here and all that um yep I hope I think that's the bench where I sat <laughs> that's, that's where we turned it over we had you know that's where that that guy was banging threes and we're oh, going on um it's it it's stung but it's okay and because of it I think we'll be better um in the long run and I hope that means basketball wise of course and uh, certainly for other things. You have a roster full of guys, though, and a coaching staff full of guys. Did everyone kind of look at it that way the morning after, or has everybody kind of dealt with it in their own way, and then you kind of come together as a team and say, here's how we are looking at it? Yeah, I mean, it's all numb right after the fact, and you try to, you know, have perspective and all that. But, no, that's that's a process. That's things you deal with, and – just as unique, being obviously the first team in college basketball for that to happen to, um, but uh, in incredible teachable moments, and I think everybody deals with different situations in their own way. But but certainly collectively as a group, um, that that's important for it to be addressed and dealt with. And that's kind of one of the things we're talking about: being united um, in our pursuit of this year through through what we're trying to do. It has to be a collective effort because uh, you go through adversity and you go through success and things. But um, I shared up there, um, someone sent me a letter that uh, is really a unique letter that Claire B, who knows who Claire B is here? Who doesn't know who Claire B is here? They should be in trouble. <laughs> Coach Claire B, one of the famous coaches, sent a letter to Bobby Knight. Um, Bobby Knight had a historic, successful season in, I don't know, 76, um, almost undefeated. And then they got beat in the NCAA tournament a crushing loss and someone had a copy of that letter and they sent it to me and one of the things Claire B wrote to coach Knight was you know basically being strengthened by the very blow that cut you down but the whole premises of it was is that there's a new year coming it's a new season you have new players that you need to run to the starting line not the finish line everybody wants vindication oh you gotta you gotta do this you gotta get back you gotta no this is a new team doesn't have Isaiah, doesn't have Devin, doesn't have Ron Sanchez. God dang it, <laughs> but I'm happy for him who's right here. It was awesome. Um, but um, will we embrace who we are and run to the starting line? 
and that's all that's guaranteed. We could be terrific this year. We might not be terrific, but it's about running to the starting line. And I, that that letter was it was just an interesting letter and that perspective on it. So, um, you know, I think uh, I think like I said, we got guys that understand that, and we'll go after this to the best of our abilities, um, and hopefully be good. And it'll be a different looking team this year for sure. Part one of Tony Bennett's comments before last season, talking about a number of things with his club and what he hoped to see from them and looking back at the year prior. Of course, we all know how that turned out. It's actually kind of fun to look back and see what Tony Bennett was thinking before that season. Two more segments of Tony Bennett's thoughts coming up on this special tournament throwback edition before the championship. UVA's Tony Bennett will come back with the second segment. You are listening to Locked On ACC, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Meet us back here in a minute, will you? Welcome back to Locked On ACC, March 20th, 2020. A special tournament throwback edition today before the championship. Thoughts from UVA coach Tony Bennett at last year's Operation Basketball. In this segment, he'll talk about the core three, the 20-game ACC schedule, social media pressure, and much, much more. Here's the second segment with UVA coach Tony Bennett. Is there anything in particular that you've noticed that Ty brought back from Chris Paul experience? Is he effective? Yeah, I think he's just improved. You know, Ty and Kyle and DeAndre, they're now upperclassmen. I mean, they're in their third year, and that's a big jump. When you get, you get guys that you want to get them to be upperclassmen, I always talk about that. They're now kind of the... Elder Statesman is my guy. I was going to give him, he left, I was going to give him the dirt on Coach K and Roy that he really was. <laughs> uh, no, um, but uh, when you're an upperclassman, an experienced guy, I think um, I think there's just some to that. They've worked, their bodies are even, they're maturing more. I don't know if they're 21 now or however old they are. But uh, Ty, he's, I think the experience of, the, again, the year motivated. And he, he went to work on his game, his body. I think there's a, a level of confidence that you get. Not that he was not a confident kid before. I think he has the right kind. He's a competitive guy from New York. But I think he saw, hey, you know what? There's just some good players. He saw that in ACC play. I, I can hold my own. Um, and I just, I'm looking forward to coming back and, and having a great year and realizing, all right, we lose Devin, we lose Isaiah. Well, really, we lose Nigel. Three guys that were in our top eight rotation. So there's changes. I've got to take a step. Kyle has to take a big step. DeAndre, Jack, like that. I think that knowledge is good, and the success, or you know, that he he showed well, um, validated. He even said, you know, some of the things we work on really helped me in this. I think it just gained some more trust from him, and um, I think there's a, an excitement. But uh, he he wants to be so good as a team and as a player. He's always been one of those guys who's, well, you're not quite athletic enough, or you're, I don't know, this might no one's, you're not quite this level. Well. He, he thrives on those challenges, and I think that's people are starting to know he can really play and makes the most of everything he has. You challenged yourself in the past seasons with non-conference road games yeah. to, to open the season. Next year, you will open with a conference. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> like Greg described the world as split. Yeah. Where, where do you fall in that split? I, I don't really. You know what? I... I think it's good content for the. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm checking out those guys over there, mean mugging and posing. What, is that Georgia Tech? 
guy's actually pretty good size over there. I'm not going to mess with him. <laughs> He's got bigger. <laughs> Can you guys take a picture of me doing that? <laughs> no. um, um, I remember the conversation. I think it was done um, it's content for ACC Network and all that. Um, we're playing 20 games. I think that's the bigger issue. You know, you're okay. playing 20 it's conference like, games, so it's a way with the schedule sometimes starting later and all that, you're trying to fit them in. We have a longer break. I, you know, if you have an experienced team, maybe you'd say that's okay. Um, if you're a younger, newer team, maybe it's not so okay, but you're going to have to play them, so might as well play them. I, it's all going to work out fine. I mean, I don't know. I hope it'll generate excitement. I'm not sure if it will. It'll definitely tell you something about your team early, how how you respond. And we've, like I said, I've always tried to play those those good games. So I'm 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 neutral right now on it. I I think. Well, actually, I know I know if we're starting home or away. So I know that. I don't know if I'm supposed to repeat that. So uh, <laughs> so that's another issue. But we can talk about that when that oh, ever so comes up. So. <laughs> So, but the um, will be home for the December. Absolutely. And I, I don't even, this is terrible, but so if we play the first, I know we open up with one. Yes. Yeah, so they're going to play, play one in November, one in December. One in December will be the end. Okay. So you're going to, okay. This shows you how interested I am in this right now. I mean, I'm just thinking about, hey, tomorrow's practice and going to the starting line. But uh, with 20 games, you have to figure out a way to play them. And that's, that's going to be, um, you look at, again, the depth of the conference. You're just going to have to be ready. So. Coach, how do they have the players handle coming off of last season? And do you have some sort of like comfort as well with the fact that you get to dictate how this whole thing is dealt with because it's never been dealt with before? Yeah, um, I think the players, you know, it'll be a process. It'll, stuff will be thrown in their face constantly. That's that's part of the, the world we live in with social media and all that. And people um, people will talk about it. I, I heard a quote from, uh, it's actually a pastor at church. He talked about... Um, trembling courage over measured cowardice and I think that's the way to approach this step at it go at it um, courageously doesn't mean you're not going to be Kyle alluded to that um, over the sitting back in the measured cowardice where it's easy to take shots and do that step into it I use the comment about stepping in the arena you just go after it and and um, and again we've talked about things that'll come at us and doesn't it's okay and you know in a way I said they're equipped or empowered to experience something no one else has and and use it in the right way however it plays out but the fact that they're okay that the sun came up that they still love the game um and there's there's things going on that it can motivate them to deal with but also be able to handle what are tough things is is incredibly valuable beyond what basketball will ever bring them that i know and um and i know that it'll be used and utilized later on when when real hard things happen in their life you mentioned a little bit at times right after that some of the other ACC coaches or the coaches from the league like reached out. Has that continued over the summer? Have you gotten support from others? No, I mean that that was at that time, and like that's everybody's on to their own thing. This is a yeah. new year. Yep, that'll always be part of our story, and people bring it up. But um, that's not no. I know, uh, they're going to try to kick our teeth in when we play them, and we'll try to do the same, and that's where it'll be. First row game in Maryland, yeah, you know, so, make it right. real easy. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you think about preseason rankings and all that stuff, but a lot of people who vote on things said that now that Braxton's eligible, they've moved you up. Is that placing too many expectations on him, or is that okay? Yeah, oh, oh Braxton? Um, uh, it shouldn't matter to him. I mean, he's, you know, he's a good player, as every player – Every team has to prove that they're good. Um, I think that's more of preseason talk, rankings, all that stuff. I, it all, it 
all between the lines will be shown for what it is. And he's a good player. I'm glad he's here, and he's going to help us. What that equates to, we're going to find out soon enough. So, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, as far as it moves us up, what, what we are, what we'll be, uh, you know, like I said, you're talking to the wrong guy, especially <laughs> now, and I have a right to say that, as I said, yes. that it doesn't matter where you are ranked. Matters where you are when you're playing the game. Doesn't even matter. I would have said before, it's not where you're ranked at the start of the year. It's what you're ranked at the end of the year. I don't even say that anymore. I've learned that because that doesn't matter. It's how you play and and who's who's right. And that's the that's the beauty of competition in sports. Some more great thoughts from UVA coach Tony Bennett. Go ahead and take the final break of the show. We'll come back. Give you the conclusion to his thoughts. Still a lot of great stuff to cover. You're listening to Locked On ACC. Stay tuned. More in a minute. Welcome back to Locked On ACC, segment three on March 20th, 2020. I am Brian Wilmer. I'm your host. We've heard from Tony Bennett before the championship season last year. Now the final segment with Tony Bennett from that conversation, including a number of things such as financial and life planning, Jay Huff's development, Kyle Guy's development, and some final thoughts from Coach Tony Bennett before he attacked the eventual championship season. Here once again, UVA coach Tony Bennett. Do you talk to them at all about, hey, you're getting this chunk of money? And, oh, yeah. And what we kind do. Of you? We do. Um, yeah. Always bet on black. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the advice we give. That's a joke, everybody. Here, so. Kidding. Um, but no, we have guys come in. <laughs> hey, it's relevant, right? We're talking about camp. No. Um, we have guys come in. And do seminars on you know financial planning things like that. We're constantly trying to educate our guys and make them have wise choices. Finances. We ask them what are things you want. Life skills stuff that I think most programs do. So that that's a big one. These guys all, you know, a lot of them live in certain spots so they can get a bigger check. You know, like so that stuff so they can save money and and all that. So absolutely, that's part of it. And how many? Not specifically, but. How many kids in your program generally are on a Pell in that kind of money? Is that still a big factor? In the- some are, some yeah. are. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's that's helpful, and I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing. What kind of work has Ty put in to take the next step in his game? Yeah, Ty's a tenacious worker. He um, he's just you know, I, you just coach guys. Most of our guys work really hard. I'm sure every coach would say that. And then you have those guys that that um, that work at an extremely high level that you almost have to say, okay. I'm going to monitor you, and I'm going to pull the reins on you a little bit. And Ty, he, he takes it right to that edge. I always tell him, get to that edge. You have to train at a level. You have to be almost obsessed with it, but don't step over that edge because then it's the, the law of diminishing return with your body and all that. Ty has gone to work and loves the game and works and works and is motivated to be as absolutely good as he can. We always talk about leave no stone unturned in terms of your diet, your rest, your, your skill to all those things in the offseason, and that's the time for it. And so, uh, and he's one of those that's done that. But also, it's training at the right amount and not overdoing it. That's he's one of those guys you got to balance that way. And then what's for DeAndre? What's the next step for him? Yeah, I, I think you know he's still. This is his second year of competing. Um, big upside, of course, but just um, maturing. You know, his game getting continues just improve in every area a little bit. He showed great flashes and is a talented player, and it's just maturing more and more through this season, trying to you know, um, 
be a leader. I, I challenged him like I challenged Malcolm about being one of those guys defensively that can guard, uh, just be a stopper, whether it's the point guard, the two-man, three-man, four-man, and embrace that part because that's going to help our team. It's going to help you in your future. And then just keep fine-tuning the areas that you need to. He's gone to work on trying to become a better ball handler, consistent shooter, all those little areas. And, um, you know, that's kind of as we get into competition and all that, that stuff will, will hopefully show up. But he's put the time in. He and Ty worked out together a lot this summer, as did most of our guys. And one last thing. You kind of, on the defensive end, you had the lineage of like Akeel, yeah. Darion to Isaiah. How do you kind of fill that void now? That's a, that's a big void, um, and it's going to have to be collectively. Uh, I think Mamadi is a big part of that. Um, you know, Jack's going to have to anchor that. The guys that have the experience, but um, there isn't that, you know, and DeAndre, who I just talked about. I mean, those guys, it's going to have to be a collective effort, and it's going to have to kind of become part of who they are. That was those guys, without a doubt. It's not quite there yet with these guys. It's not like they don't. They don't bleed when someone scores on them yet. They don't, it doesn't cut them to the core, as we like to say. So they're learning that, and that'll be a, a natural progression. But like, you could just see that in the eyes of those guys. Like they, they found great, took great ownership or pride in stops and, and being that good defensively. And I think that's a, a next step thing. And then you know, obviously, continuing to work. What does uh, what does Braxton Key add to this team that maybe you guys didn't have last year? Yeah, well, um, I think we versatility when we really, I think our season turned last year is uh, when we at times played DeAndre at the four. We went four guards or however you want to <clears throat> say it, and he could at times switch ball screens and play, you know, that swing position. I think Braxton has the ability to do that. He and DeAndre aren't exactly the same, but that six seven size hybrid guard forward type and I think that that versatility and depth we've needed some depth so I think he he brings that um, and just the experience we we have our core guys returning our very experienced but after that it's there's not a lot of there's hardly any experience in our depth and so you know he's he brings that those two things what's it been like coaching him just so far yeah, good I mean he was well coached from Avery and at Alabama and played you know in an NCAA tournament but um just Every program's a little different, so just trying to get them up to speed on the things, whether it's uh, terminology or just things that we really emphasize that that we value. All that, all that stuff has been, you know, part of the natural progression that any transfer has, either leaving from our program to someone else's or vice versa. So it's been those things. And then, of course, you know, the SEC and the ACC aren't the same thing. But what's it like having a guy from a Power Five school? having him bring that experience over as a transfer? It's good. I, I think, you know, Anthony Gill was probably our best example of a transfer that was incredible for us that came from the SEC and, and really helped our program. We've had others that have helped, and some haven't worked out so great. That's just part of it. But uh, playing, you know, in arenas like this, playing against the Floridas, the Kentuckys, the, all the great programs in that league, playing in postseason play, um, just, there's... There's no substitute for that, so he, he's one more. Brings depth and experience, not just <laughs> not just a quality player, but an experienced quality player. You've had a pretty good interview here, but doesn't pop what's going on down there. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Actually, Facebook. I didn't see that. Yeah, I looked, okay, I was wondering, you know, I looked over there, I'm like, who's over there? I didn't realize it was our players. <laughs> uh, talk about Kyle's leadership, because he, he's talking about you know, last night coming into the hotel and the guy said welcome back to him and, yeah. and just how he, he seems to have 
taking it in the best possible way. Yeah, I think how else can you take it? You know, what? the reality of it is, is everybody has to deal with deal with things by coming in here and playing, and um, we've tried to be proactive with that and not don't utter a word of losing. We didn't take that approach. We once time passed. Say, okay, what what have we learned from it? Let's own this. Let's embrace this. Let's grow from it. But but this is a new year, so I think we've tried to have the right balance with it, and I I think you yeah, have to. Really I mean, I think that's yeah. I think that's part of. He's, you weren't up there, but he said this was important for him to kind of because we we could have brought a bunch of guys here for this, and uh, I think Kyle wanted to certainly come here and do it and so much it's it's again once the season starts and playing I, I don't get too carried away but it, it is a it's how you respond to what happened and, and again I think it's important for him but his leadership has been good I've seen him actually work hard uh, harder than he even did before he's working hard on you know shots before practice after practice he's taking the right approach and um, just whenever you face anything of great success, or at the end, you have to look in the mirror and say, "Okay, what am I going to do with this?" And I think that's been good. Three thousand word piece he put on Facebook. I did not know. I, I someone told me about it, but I think he bared his soul, right? Or yeah. talked about what it was. Yeah, it's just a you know, when all of us, when I was growing up, those are, it's just a different time with social media. Those things that. Um, well, not many ball players yeah. look forward to writing a three thousand word. Yeah, I, I uh, no, that would have been a. 30 now, but uh, everybody processes things differently. Everybody does, and and he um, his the one thing that I my hope and prayer for these guys. One of Kyle's greatest strengths is he has a joy for life and a joy for the game that that wouldn't be taken away. And sometimes this this there's so many good things about the sports world, but there's also cruel things. People's joy and and love for it can get really crushed, and that was. And there you have them, everyone, the words of UVA coach Tony Bennett before last year's championship season, speaking to the media at ACC Operation Basketball, the Media Day event. Some really interesting insight into the mind of Tony Bennett, looking back on the year prior, looking ahead to the year that would eventually yield his team a trophy and make them the defending national champions for two years. Pretty much the only time that will ever happen, at least when there's a time that they have a chance to defend it. That'll bring to a close this week of tournament throwback editions. It's been fun. We'll continue to do this. I do have a favor to ask you, though. If you're listening to this program, we are nearing our end of our second month of doing this. We're picking up momentum. More people are starting to find the program. The downloads are going up. The listens are going up. But I can't do this without you. So if you like what you hear, please share this with all of your social networks. Share it in a coffee shop, tell your friends, email them, whatever you can do. Get the word out about this program because it's been fun to make. Hopefully it's been fun to hear and we can only grow it that much bigger and that much stronger with your help. Now that I've begged you, (laughs) that will bring to a close. Locked on ACC for this week. NFL League season started up, which you know what that means. Draft is next. So go implore your smart speaker to play Locked On NFL Draft immediately. This has been Locked On ACC, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great and safe weekend, everyone. We'll see you back here Monday. Take care. Love you. Mean it. (laughs)